Welcome to the Genius in You podcast, where I get to talk to ordinary moms doing extraordinary things in business and in life. I'm your host, Kelly Thompson, and if you're looking to serve more, sell more, and make an impact, this is where we do it. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, We are going to do some facts, some FAQs, some frequently asked questions that I get because we all know we have so much access to so much information, but it's really hard to kind of decipher among the noise, so to speak, to figure out exactly what's true, what's not true, what is actionable, what is not actionable. Um, There's a quote. um, I can't remember the exact quote, of course, because that's how I roll. Y'all know me by now. (laughs) But the quote is something like, we are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge. So I wanted to just kind of go over some of these questions to help you out help a sister out so you know what it is that you should be doing. So the first question I hear all the time is how do I even start? How do I go about creating a program or a course? Um, Creating your offer obviously is kind of one of the, the basic foundational very first steps that you need to kind of figure out to make sure it's a good offer that people actually like. And in my coaching program, we go through this whole market research so you can be 100% sure that what you want to sell is actually something that people are actually going to want. But before we even dive into the mechanics of creating your offer, what you want to keep in mind is why you are doing it in the first place. So many times you see on social media, and I, I've talked about this a lot on my, uh, on my podcast because it really is something that bothers me to my core because, well, first let me tell you what it is. So many times you see on social media and other places where people are talking about how much money they are making. I'm not sure when this became like a thing where it was kind of okay to do. And I get that there's a certain amount of like social proof that you want to provide to people to make sure that you're not like a scam artist and everything. I get that. But this whole idea, and I guess, you know, part of it stems from the fact that the way social media is, you have to be the loudest voice almost wins in a way. So you have to be like bigger and better. So one person saying, yeah, I made $100,000 in two days. Really? I got you. I'm going to beat that. I made $5 million in two days. You know, like you just have to keep, you know, one up in each other. I guess that is not what I do. But, you know, I, I understand that that's kind of the the that's kind of like the, the the animal that we've created, I guess. But anyway, once you start with that why, like why is it that you want to do it? If it is for the money, because you see other people out on social media making all this money, that is not a strong enough why to keep you going forward. Because let me tell you, and I made a whole episode about this on one of my rants. <laughs> Let me tell you that it is not as easy as all that. You don't just create a course or a program, throw it out there on the interwebs, and you're going to start all of a sudden raking in the dollars. There's a lot of work behind the scenes that go along with having a successful business, a successful launch, all of those things. And so if money is your main objective, um, and that's your only objective, you're going to have a hard time. Not that you can't do it, but it's going to be much difficult, much more difficult. The Typically, the clients that I work with have a bigger reason, a bigger purpose. Like They feel like a calling to share their gifts and talents and things of that nature. And once you have that more 
on your mind, it just makes it easier to go through all of the things you have to go through to be successful and get to where you want to um, where, where you want to go. So that being said, once you have that vision, and I encourage you to keep that vision in the front of your mind at all times, right? Because once you have that vision, that'll help you get through all the tough parts. But once you have the vision and you know what your why is, the next thing you want to do is make sure that you start with what you already know. It is hard enough trying to create a program or a course based on uh, what you know and your knowledge and kind of um, creating something that could go in, a, in in an order that someone else can follow, the steps that someone else can follow. But if you're trying to do that because you saw some other influencer online create a course or something and you're like, hey, I can do that, and you're trying to imitate what they're going to do, that's a no-go, my friend. So you want to start with what you already know because it makes it much easier for you to create the thing that you want to create to impact the people that you want to impact. So start with what you already know, number one. Number two is you want to start with the end in mind. What is your end goal? What end goal? What is it that your clients will get as a result of consuming your course or program? What will they get at the end? Will it be that they will... Um, lose 28 pounds and, or that's probably too specific, lose, you know, the last 20 pounds of baby weight that they've accumulated? Is it that they'll be able to manage their diagnosis better? Is it that they will have greater intimacy with their spouse? Is it that they will find the love of their life? Is it that they will be able to manage their anxiety? Whatever it is, you need to start with that end in mind. So, Hopefully, this is something that you've accomplished yourself if you've had anxiety and you've managed to get over it or if you've struggled with um, creating uh, strong relationships with other people and you've managed to you know, get over that and figure out a way. Whatever it is, you already have accomplished this goal and now you want to teach someone how to do it. The way you are going to do that now is obviously identifying the steps that you took to create that result. So when you start with that end in mind, it's easier to look back and think about the steps, each one of those steps that you took to get to where you wanted to go, right? Does that make sense? Okay, so once you do that, now, um, actually, let me add to that, a very common misconception when you were creating that first offer or program is that you need to pack it with a lot of different pieces, a lot of different access to you, or a lot of different curriculum pieces, like 15 different, you know, courses and 80 million workbooks and, you know, they can access you 24 seven or whatever. Now I, I say this jokingly, but seriously, some of this stuff I, I did myself when I first started creating my, um, my course, just packing it with everything and, and making the, um, the curriculum like super detailed. And I would just caution you with that because the people that you want to impact, they want simple and l- more is not better. It, in fact, more is probably worse. In fact, I heard someone say once that um, if it's going to take you a lot to create, a lot of time to create, it's going to take people a lot of time to consume. And that is not the goal. You want to give your client, your prospective client, that result as quickly as possible. You want to show them how to get there as quickly as possible. So 
In terms of question, that question, how do I create my offer? Those are some things to keep in mind. Um, your why, why you're doing it in the first place, starting with what you already know and starting with the end in mind um, will help you kind of in terms of what you, what you ultimately end up creating. Question number two that I always get is, and this is a big one. This one is huge. This is constant, constant, constant. How do I find the right clients? And typically I get this question from people who have been posting on social media for at least a little bit um, and they're struggling to find clients. And here's the thing about social media. It is fantastic way for you to get in front of clients. It really is. Um, never in the history of the world, right? Like before when you had a business, how would you get people to know about your business? You had to, you know, buy a, a, a TV commercial, right? I mean, it, right now it is so inexpensive for people to get in front of people who could potentially want to work with them. However, the caveat or the flip side to that is there are so many people that are doing the same thing that you want to do, right? So in order for you to look differently, you need to be able to attract the people that you want to attract. You're not chasing them. So how do you do that, Kelly, is your question. When you are trying to attract people, and it's not how-to content, like a lot of times people are just throwing all this how-to content up on social media, you are attracting people that want to learn how to do something and will do it by themselves based on the content you're providing. Let me say that again so it's more clear. If you are providing a lot of how-to content on your social media as a way for you to get someone interested in your course or program, the problem with that is when people see your how-to content, how to um, find love in 90 days, how to um, trade your stock. And I don't know anything about stocks, but I knew somebody who was doing that. So that's why I use that example, but how to trade stocks in a day to make $500 or how to run Facebook ads. If it's something simple where you are looking at it, you're creating it and you are literally showing the person the steps to do it. And you and that is pretty much all the content that you're creating. The person that the audience that you are attracting is is an audience that people filled with people who are never going to purchase your offer because you are telling them exactly what they need to do. So you're in turn you're kind of cannibalizing your own offer if that makes sense, right? So posting how to content is not the way to get clients on social media. That being said, attracting them in some way is how you do that. And social media is really in my process the way for you to make noise and be seen in order for people to just see you. That's what social, that's kind of what social media is for. The people that I work with in general, they are not interested in posting 24 seven on social media. If that is you and you are totally fine with it and you're more of a creator than a coach or, or a course creator and you like that, then power to you. That's awesome and wonderful. Um, but a lot of people don't necessarily like that. So social media definitely has its place, but that place is really more about attracting the right people to you. And so how do you do that? Number one, you do that with your messaging. And your messaging is who you are. Who are you? What do you stand for? What do you like? What do you dislike? And then when you combine that with who you can help, that's kind of the magic awesome sauce, right? Who you are, 
This is the stuff I like. This is the stuff. This is what I stand for. This is what I believe. This is what I don't believe. And how you're going to help this person. What is it that you're going to do? I can help you do X, Y, and Z. Because here's the big secret that you may not hear a lot on social media is that the people that are going to be attracted to you are attracted to you. You are the brand. It's not what you do because there's a bunch of people that do exactly what you do. But you are the brand. What do you like? What don't you like? Who don't you like? Right? Creating that um, that connection with people. You know how like you go to like um, a party or something and you may see some people and you're kind of like, if you're like kind of newish and you don't really know the people, the person invited you, maybe you met them or whatever and you decided, all right, I'm going to go ahead and, and hang out with these people and you go to this event and you go there and you're not really sure and then you meet someone and you kind of talk, but it's kind of, eh, it's not really like your vibe. It's a little awkward, you know, and you move on to someone else or whatever. And then you start connecting with this one person and they say, hey, I um I believe XYZ. And you're like, oh, snap, I believe XYZ. And then you start talking like, oh, I do XYZ. And they go, what? I do XYZ too. And I have four kids. Oh, you have four kids. And on and on. And you just feel this connection with the person, right? And then what happens? If they do something, have a service or a product or whatever that you were interested in, you know, later on at some other point, you will remember that person, even if you didn't keep in touch with them because you had that connection, right? Well, social media is no different. Your job is to create that sort of connection with the people. And and it's a little one-sided because you you don't really know what you're, what's resonating with them, but that's trial and error. And when I say trial and error, it's not like you're creating a persona. You're not. You're just sharing who you are and seeing what people resonate with. Now, I am by no means advocating you sharing all of your business on social media because I'm adamantly opposed. There needs to be some sort of privacy and I totally respect that. So I'm not saying that. But the things that you do want to share are become part of your brand. So your messaging is huge when it comes to attracting the right clients, first of all. You also want to make sure you are talking about how you can help them. So many times on social media, I will look at someone's feed and all I will see is their beautiful face, which is fantastic, but that's it. The content is very like slight, like, hey, went to you know dinner with my husband. Hey, celebrating my anniversary. The content that you're putting out also needs to tell people what you can do for them and how you can help them. What problem are you solving? So in terms of finding the right clients, number one, just to recap, um, you want to make sure that your content is attracting the right people, number one. Number two, you want to make sure your messaging is also resonating with those people that you are trying to attract, right? Your branding. And then lastly, you want to also make sure that you are talking about what it is that you do and how you can help someone. Okay, so question number three how do I turn my browsers into buyers? Which is kind of like question number two in a way, but slightly different. Here's the thing. If you don't already have a large audience, posting how-to content or posting a lot of content on social media is not going to turn those small amount of browsers into buyers. When you're talking about marketing, it's kind of a numbers game. You really need to have um, a larger amount of people or at least people that are definitely interested in what you have to offer. So I'm not saying that you need like a thousand followers. I'm definitely not saying that. Um, 
you, there are people that sell consistently their programs and they only have like less than 500 followers. So you definitely don't need that. But when it comes to converting these browsers into buyers, you definitely need to have a strategy in terms of what kind of content you're putting out. You want to make sure that, again, you are talking about what you're doing. And you and also hear me say this, you are not trying to copy what someone else is doing. It's easy for you to see someone who has, let's say, 10,000 followers on social media and you see their strategy and you try and replicate it. That probably won't work for you because they have more followers. Like I hear people talk all the time about how you don't have to post 24-7 on social media, but those are the people, and they're selling their programs, but those are the people that have 10,000 followers and the way they started was posting content 24-7 on social media, right? So um, it's easy to kind of say once you're on the other side of it, but in general, your goal is to build an audience, but not necessarily an audience on social media. When you're building an audience on social media, you do not own that platform. So if Zuckerberg or whomever decides to shut you down, that's the end of your business. So your goal is really to get off of that platform. You want to show up consistently, right? So turning your browsers into buyers, you want to show up somewhere consistently, whether that is a blog, a podcast, um, social media, if you need to, or um, anywhere else that you want to show up to get attention. But then you need to nurture those clients because showing up on social media is not necessarily the best. It's not, not even necessarily, it is not the best way to nurture your clients, your potential clients, because they see your content just among everyone else's content. Unless they are specifically following you because they're interested in buying from you, they'll probably not even see your content very often unless they seek it out, right? So The one thing I want to really highly encourage you to do is to start an email list of some kind. And in order for you to get an email list, you need to automate some of your systems. And by that, I mean having a funnel. A funnel really is super, super important. If you don't know what that is, um, I was going to say Google it, but that's more information. If you don't know what that is, go ahead and DM DM me and I'll be more than happy to share that with you. But you absolutely need a funnel and a funnel starts with a really good lead magnet. A lead magnet is something that, again, talking about attraction, a lead magnet is something that is going to magnetize and draw your leads to you. Something that really resonates with who you are and what you're trying to put out there. And so people will be like, oh, I want that. And in exchange for their email address, they get that piece of content that you created. What that does is now you have this person on your email list and now you want to follow up with them with an email sequence. If you haven't, if you don't have an email, if you don't have a funnel, if you don't have a lead magnet, and if you don't have an email sequence, I suggest you start there, to be honest, because you really want to make sure that you are able to get in contact with these people that um, could potentially turn into buyers. And that's just not going to happen just by having them in social media. And listen, I'm telling you this, like from my own experience, I have, when I first started this whole thing, I had, I did not know that. I didn't understand that. This is before I hired a coach and the coaches that I've had is it's before any of that. It's like when I was brand new, I was like, Hey, I got this thing. I want to go ahead and and sell this thing. I'm gonna start showing up on social media. Right. And in my mind, that's all I needed to do. Social media is not a marketing strategy. Hear me. 
Social media is not a marketing strategy. It's not. Just posting content is not a marketing strategy. You really need to have a lot more pieces in place. And so to go back, in order to turn your browsers and browsers into buyers, a few things you need to do is showing up consistently, talking about what you're doing, and then having some sort of a system in place to help you connect with these people that have expressed an interest. I'm not talking about like a one-off sale where you say, hey, you know, I got this thing and it's going to be $10 today. If you don't have a big audience, no one's going to care. So in order for you to start growing your audience, you need to make sure that you're doing some of these things like automating some of your systems, right? It really is about having a, um, a funnel to get people off of social media, get whatever platform you're on and onto some kind of an email list. And that is how you are going to turn those browsers into buyers. All right. So Listen, there's a lot that goes into creating, launching a course or a program, and it gets hard when you're trying to do things that are out of alignment with who you are, but it really doesn't have to be. I created the Social Free Success Training to show you exactly how to create your own offer, craft a message that resonates with your ideal clients, and teach you a process to sell your offer without feeling like you have to show up on social media 24-7. So that training is coming up soon, so don't miss out. I don't do them too often, so if you're sick of doing the same things and getting the same results, do something else. Like that saying says, old ways don't open new doors. So try a different door. All right, guys, I hope that was helpful. This is Kelly Thompson, and if you're a mom who's a coach, consultant, or course creator, join the Align to Attract Masterclass and find out how to position your genius for profitability. Go to aligntoattract.com. Again, aligntoattract.com. Until next time, friends.